Well, hello there. This is Work Advice for Me. My name is Brad, and I'm joined by my co-host, B. Hey, hey. How are you? I'm so awesome. <laughs> this is, it's been a while since we've been in studio. It feels like it, it's, yeah. It's, summer's wild. It's been, have you been having a good summer so far? Yeah, just like it's crazy with the kids out of school and traveling and all that. It's good, though. It's really good. Don't you kind of like school because you can ship the kids off to school? So I was thinking about it today because I was kind of like, man, I miss school. But when school's in, like, I hate school and I'm not even in school. So we have friends that are in, in Africa and they're in year round school. Then I was like, man, maybe I should put the kids in year round school. Mm, could you imagine homeschooling? Uh, yeah, because COVID and it was terrible and I'll never do it. I bet we've got some homeschool listeners. Yeah. All all of my, like, I have a handful of homeschool friend moms, mom friends, homeschool mom friends. Don't they call them, like, co-ops? Are they called co-ops? That's when they do, like, they get with other, it's, it's like groups. It's like a. It's like small groups. It's a cult. Of. Cult, cults. Okay, now we've offended <laughs> half our listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. We've offended half the listeners. Um, we've called co-ops so group funny. cults, <laughs> homeschool cults. Join the cult. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But I do have homeschool mom friends that say homeschool during COVID is not like actual real homeschool. Real homeschool, you can like you just live your life and you learn as you live, and it's not like you have to sit down and do five worksheets and three computer lessons and it's not like that i feel like my son would hate me if i was his homeschool teacher my if, kids did hate me when i was their homeschool teacher because if i didn't work and my job was to school my son yeah and i had all the paperwork i would he would be graduating high school at 12 because we would spend every day just keep just knock it out yeah, yeah he'd be in the ninth grade at like nine he would be, he'd be like, I hate you, Welcome Dad. Welcome to high school. I'd be like, we're going 12 hours today. We're getting two days for every one oh day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No days off. We're not celebrating Homeschool the kids for real do that. Yeah. <sighs> my niece is homeschooled, and she has done, like, two years at, in within one year before to jump a grade. We need to bring on a homeschool expert and chat with them about the That's advantages fun. of homeschool. Yeah. Why is homeschool better? Because it is. I mean, like, I know that it is. I, sh I should do it. But it's also, like, like emotionally and mentally, everyone's better, quote-unquote, is different, right? So, mm -hmm. like, what works for you might not work for me. So, I know for my personal mental and emotional health and well-being, homeschool is not best, for me and my family. Oh, for me too. <laughs> but I think like across the board, would it be better if we all like went back a hundred years to all kids learning at home? Sure. Well, this chat that we had with Dan Harari was so much fun for me. I know I say it every time we get together on here. This chat was one of my favorite ones because he talked a lot well, like, how wild is it? He He's a comic, an author, a drummer in, like, a rock band. He's been a Hollywood publicist. He's, like, a UFO researcher. Like, he has an insane resume. He does a little bit of everything. And he's tons of fun stories. Like, what if that was your dad? 
<laughs> what if your dad was just like, yeah, look at all this cool stuff I do. He like raised you in like UFOs and Hollywood <laughs> and on like at the comic clubs. And that's legit. Speaking of my dad, he actually called me two, two day, the day it dropped. And he said, hey, this was your best chat yet. He, my dad, biggest fan of our show, said he really loved this chat the most. So, yeah, I would, it, it Dan really brought it. You know, he, he really brought it. And I loved how he talked about getting up and not really knowing what he said at the comic club with his mom out there. Yeah, that was crazy. If he's like, because he said, like, I even make jokes about sex or dating or something because he had been, like, recently divorced. And his mom's in the audience. I'm like, I don't know that I could do that. <laughs> What if his ex-wife had been in the audience? Um, I could definitely do that. Yeah. You think yeah. He, he could just deliver them right there and yeah. looking at her? Yeah. This is all your fault. Yeah. And and I love the advice he gave early on in the interview about dealing with people you don't want to deal with. Oh, yeah. Like, he came out hot. So, like, at first he was talking about success and, like, his drive came from his parents. Like, they really instilled that in him. At an early age. Um, and they also have a very impressive resume. All the things that they um, have done over the years, they're very accomplished. Um, but then, like, he was held to, like, a higher standard. He saw how hard his parents worked. And because of just seeing that, he was like, I, I got to be awesome, you know? He felt like he had to, um, like, really, like, level up his game. I feel like you can go one of two ways if you are a kid who was raised by hardworking parents. One way you're going to be like, look, I ain't working that hard. And you're kind of lazy. Or yeah, the other is I'm going to bust my butt and be successful just like and them. be here one day, yeah. Well, I think it probably goes back to, like, as a parent that I feel like, I feel like, me and my husband are hard workers and we raise our kids to be mm -hmm. the same way. But in all that hard working, do we just hand them stuff, you know, or do they have to work for stuff? That's probably, that's probably the like flip, right? Mm -hmm. If we just hand them stuff, then like they're going to be lazy and they're going to just expect the handout. But if we instill that hardworking like ethic into them. What do you think the success rate is for kids who grew up with lazy parents. Ooh. They watch their parents do nothing. Okay, so I I feel like more times than not the children of the lazy parent is going to be lazy. I hate to say Ooh. that. Just because like like we've worked with um like the underprivileged, right? And so people that need a helping hand and it turns it turns out that a lot of them come here for a little help and here for a little help and there for a little help. And so they really are getting a handout instead of a hand up. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you don't have to do anything and you can get all this free stuff, why would you do anything? Why would you work? True. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, that's a... I know the opposite is true. I just think it's know. fewer and far between. Yeah, right? I don't know that it's as common. So he talked about hugging your enemy. Yeah. <laughs> that was so deep. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Did someone come to your mind? 
Um, no, actually. What? No. You have no enemies. Oh, gosh, I hope you got to get an enemy. Who? You have to have one enemy in your life. All right, Brad, who's your enemy? No. <laughs> you. <laughs> to me, that's terrible. No, I truly, truthfully, seriously, no one came to my mind. I was just like, man, that's good. That's a good word. Um, But no, no one came to my mind of like, who's my enemy and who am I going to embrace? Because he kept talking about like, embrace your enemy. I, I worked with someone one time that drove me batty and... I immediately thought of that person and what it would have been like had I hugged them. Oh, gosh. That'd be weird. It'd be so weird. <laughs> weird. But you don't know who I'm talking about. No. Possibly. No, no, no. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm just imagining you being like, hey, buddy, let's hug. Yeah, let's hug. That's so weird. Yeah. Ugh. Just not in a dark closet. So, <laughs> that's harassment, Brad. That would be... Yeah, that's definitely We're harassment. We're going to call HR on you. <laughs> HR. Um, yeah, so he was like, working a job you don't like or with people that you don't like, embrace your enemy. Um, he also talked about a good lesson in working, any kind of working that you might not be enjoying at the moment. You just, sometimes you are in seasons where you have to just grin and bear it. Like you just have to do the work in that season that sucks just to get through it. That's, I mean, that's hard. That's hard, but he even said, like, I mean, if if you want to feed your kids, like, sometimes you have to do the job you don't want to do. But I I have encountered people who don't, who feel like they're too good to work a job, but their kids are going hungry. No, 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 no. You don't think so? I, I've seen that. That's bad. That's, it is. That's terrible. They're like, oh, I would never deliver pizzas. Oh, man. But... But their kids are... But their kids are, you know, but their kids are getting fed by handouts yeah. from other people. Well, and that's kind of, I guess, a little bit of what I was talking about. Like, that handout is not necessarily a hand up to get out of poverty. It's just, here's a free thing. Until are you the dropping next, the slogans on here? Until the next free thing. Maybe I am. The handout is... The hand up is better than the handout. Well, Isn't yeah. that the saying? Yeah, yeah. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The, the embrace your enemy, that, like, hug your enemy. It's so hard to do. It yeah. is so hard, and I'm glad that Dan is at that spot where he could do it. But there's oh, pe- yeah. there's people that just, I can't, I can't, and I know it's a metaphorical hug, but it's going up and going, you know what, I'm not going to let that person. Or that situation. Or that situation. Get me down. Yeah. Have gonna rise free above. rent in my brain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to rise above. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to like, I'm, I'm going after it. Yeah. So Dan also talked about it. Just being a Hollywood publicist to me is fascinating because, you know, we, we learned about Seinfeld. He's, you know, he's met Seinfeld. That's fun. Yeah. It was I l- he, okay. Sorry. Did I miss that part? <laughs> did I miss did, the part? Did he say he met Jerry Seinfeld? Well, I know that because I saw it online. There's a photo of him and Jerry. Oh, okay. No. But he did talk about so Me and him had a little conversation about Seinfeld. He talked about meeting Steven Spielberg's mom or like he's friends with Steven Spielberg's mom or something. Which was kind of cool. At the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld. I'm like a big Jerry Seinfeld fan. I'm not a big fan of the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How can you be a Seinfeld <laughs> fan, but that, not a fan of the is show? Is that crazy? No, no, no. I'm not not a fan of the show, but it's not, I'm not like, what should I watch? 
Oh, I should watch Seinfeld. No. Oh, I could watch it. I've, I watch it all the time. I watched them all once. That's, I'm good. That's enough. I watched it when it was live on television every Thursday night. You're like 80 years old, Brad. Oh, my God. I'm proud I'm of you. 91. Okay, okay. But I'm a young 90. You are. <laughs> I'm a young 90. I've got a few years left on this earth oh before I die. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Dan, um, okay, he goes on to talk about um, going out on his own, being very successful, doing his own, and that was in the publicist thing, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, but it wouldn't have happened, I'm sure, without those hard times of, like, working for somebody else, learning the ropes, um, and just having to, like, get through. But then once he did his own thing, he was, like, crazy successful. Didn't he say he was, like, a millionaire? Or a million oh, I'm some, sure. Yeah, I'm sure a multimillionaire. Yeah, he said, get an investor. Yeah, that'll help. And you know, I'm pretty sure he risked it all. Kind of like, what if he was his own publicist to like make his like put his name out there and like make some money? That'd be really cool. That's genius. Be cool if he sent some of his clients to work advice for me, so we could talk to him. Okay, rich pe- rich people hack. What if all you need is a publicist? Ooh. Like, I just go hire a publicist now. That's how the Kardashians got where they are. People people were just like, oh, we should we should talk about them. <laughs> the Kardashians Wait. are literally known for nothing other than being famous. Should we hire Dan to be the work advice for me publicist? I don't know. How much money you got? I'm barely a thousandaire. So. <laughs> barely. I'm barely a thousandaire. I'm barely a thousandaire. <laughs> Definitely like not a like millionaire. It. But that would be cool. Maybe he'll do it pro bono because he feels sorry for us. He should. We're very poor, Dan. (laughs) Yes. And we have a lot of kids between us. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of that, um, we actually had a a question. I'm going to read it. Oh, fun. Yeah. This is from Sarah from Waco, Texas. Thank you, Sarah. I love Waco. Yes. Yeah. That is where... I've been there. You've been there. Okay. Yeah. Chip and Joanna, right? I went to Magnolia. Yes. The whole thing, the silos and everything. Oh, never been there. You got to so, go and get a cupcake. Oh, I do like cupcakes. Uh, she says, B and Brad, you both talk about your kids. What are the age ranges for each of your kids? Love your show. That's fun. Okay. Brad should go first. My <laughs> age range uh, is 10 and 18. It's quite the range. It is quite the range for a 90-year-old man. That is. Yeah, yeah but my wife is 30. So, <laughs> you know. It's, Hugh Hefner? She, is, that, is that you? She married me because I'm a thousandaire. She's that's like, why. I've really got to marry this guy. He's old, but money. he's got money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's You're how I got her. so rich. I'm so rich. Um. Okay, my kids, I'll just ranges from 2 to 13. That's not, a big range. Not quite the gap of, well, I guess it is. About but but I'm ramen rich. Like You're ramen rich. Yeah, I'm ramen rich. I'm like, we're eating dinner tonight. It's ramen. Um, I'm those Totino's pizza rolls. My kids call them pizza nuggets. I'm that kind of rich. Oh, that's, that's it's good. It's a step up from ramen. I'm just, I don't, I'm not trying to. The Totino's pizza is good though. No, the rolls. But the pizza is good. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a dollar. You put it in the oven, you eat it, it's good. I had one the other night for dinner. Did you? Yeah, after I took my wife to daycare because she's so young. As a 91-year-old man. <laughs> I wear a smoking jacket and a robe. 
Here's a question. Okay. Not from a listener, just from me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Dan wrote this book and he was like, oh, he basically was like, COVID business was kind of slow. I was bored. I wrote a book. It got published the next hour. <laughs> then he goes, it was a lark. Do you know what that means? I had to Google it, Brad. A lark. Well, he was like, it was a lark. It was a lark. I feel like a lark is an adventure. Okay. That's what it is. It's an adventure. It's a funny adventure. The internet says a lark is like a lighthearted, easy read, fun, quick thing. Ooh. Yeah. What's an easy read? How many pages, I wonder, was this easy read? I think it's easy, easy, not a quick read necessarily. But fun, light. You're not going to sit there. Lighthearted. You're not reading Schindler's List. An enjoyable, you don't really have to think about it read. Yeah, that's, Yeah. Anyway, then the next hour, boom, published. Can you imagine that? Because we have a future um, work advice for me conversation with the author of Boss Baby. You know, the movie. I'm so very excited. Yeah, but she did not get published in an hour. She talked about the struggles of getting published. Interesting. So I think it's all who you know. Oh, yeah, and being a publicist, he knows the people. He's like, okay, check this book out for me. Tell me what you think. Yeah, yeah, and they're it's like, good. boom, it's good. Now it. he represents, well, we'll get to that. We're, we haven't quite got to the, to the uh, UFOs yet, right? Oh, okay, let's just, let's just hop on to the UFOs. He does kind of do this very smooth transition from like, I'm an author, I was bored during COVID. I was bored during COVID, and I wrote a book, and it got published. And then just let's talk about UFOs. He just like slides right into the UFO conversation. How often do you think Dan talks about UFOs to his friends? Okay, it seems to be his more latest thing. I feel like maybe he goes through phases like this. Like at one point, it was like his publicist phase, and then his author phase, and now I feel like it might be his UFO phase. But he's been a publicist for forty years. That was a long phase. That's a long phase. I yeah. think he's definitely entrenched in publicity. Well, I think he was really good at it. You know? Yes. Yeah. So are you saying his UFO uh, researching is akin to like my son collecting basketball cards? It's possible. Here's it's the a thing. hobby. Here's the thing. Let's just put this out there. I don't know that I believe in aliens. Okay? I'll just say it. I'll just say it. And I don't know where you stand, Brad. I don't. Well, it's funny. We got another question. Okay. We got a question. Okay, okay. This is from Billy in Orlando. Okay. Florida, it's hot. It is. It's hot. It's I wonder hot if he wrote Florida. this from Disney World with a family. He did. I'm yeah. sure of it. He said, Dan talked about UFOs. Has there been a time in your life that you have seen one? No. And that's probably, okay, I think one time someone was like, is that a UFO in the sky? And I was like, mm, star, satellite, something. Definitely not a UFO. How can you just say like, oh, yeah, that's a UFO in the sky? There's a million things now in the sky at night. How can you say that's like blinking, you know? Okay. Or like it's traveling quickly. But we didn't have drones back in the 90s. No, no, no. I'm talking now. Okay. I saw a UFO. You lie. I thought it was a UFO. I was coming home. I worked at a barbecue place. It was late. I was driving up a road. You are not serious. Hold on. I'm very much serious. <laughs> I'm driving up a road. Okay. I look up into the sky. Right. I see these lights. 
and called no, stars. No, no, it's low and it's moving slow, and it's got like a ring around it. And I'm like, that's like some movie hold stuff. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say, I almost crap myself. <laughs> Literally, I had to go home change my pants. You, when was this? What like I was ballpark. I was seventeen. And you're 91 now. I'm so. 91. So this was back when the wheel was <laughs> barely invented. No, but I was driving home. Yeah. And then I thought, oh my gosh. We're talking, what, eight, no, 90s. 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 I just, that's a UFO. Oh my gosh, they're here. This was back right after Independence Day had come out. So I'm like, oh my gosh. You know what it was? Have you ever seen a blimp lit up at night? It looks like a UFO, That's and I I'm wonder saying. if these people see blimps and they automatically go UFO. I don't know. We should Google when we get off air. Let's Google what a blimp looks like at night. That's in the nineties. We didn't have the internet. Early nineties. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd seen a UFO. I went home, told my dad, I said, "I just thought I saw a UFO. Nothing." What'd your dad say? Was I'm was pretty his, sure was... he said I'm crazy. Okay, thank you. Because I don't believe in UFOs. Right. I don't think there's aliens. Yeah. But I love people that believe it. I think it's amazing listening to them. Like, I would never disrespect Dan in his, in his thoughts, in his mindset. Yeah, no, no, no. I think everyone's experience and the things they think they experience are very different. Like, in that moment when you, quote, unquote, saw the UFO and almost crapped yourself... That was a very real moment of fear for you because you truly, so honestly thought there was an alien above you going to like, what, like suck you up into the thing and then suck me up in and then you're in outer space and then that's it. That was it. Okay. So Dan talks about seeing a UFO in 1970. Then it's almost as if he like blocks it out of his memory. In 2017, he's like having like... I think his I think he's mentioned his dad had passed away and he was kind of like having a remembrance day or time or whatever. He went to get pastrami. Is that what he says? I don't even know what pastrami I, is. You've never had a pastrami on rye? No. Oh my gosh. It's like a It's an old person's food. It's like a pizza or a sandwich. It's or? a sandwich. Pastrami on rye. It was in I think it's in Seinfeld. You got your pastrami? I told you that I was like a one time. You're thing. the Seinfeld fan, but not the Seinfeld TV show. Yes. Okay. Then in that moment, it's like he said he like had a flashback to the UFO sighting moment with his father. Then he wrote a book about it. It was successful. I feel like if I had a UFO sighting with my dad, that'd be a great bonding experience. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I would like to have that. I would like for my dad and I to go out tomorrow and us see an alien because it would be something we could share forever. That'd be very cool, yeah. Would you drop that? I would would you drop that in every conversation with people? At first, but then you would probably get tired of like the weird looks you get, right? Do you, do you think people would say here comes B, she's going to talk about her alien story again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if if yeah. Would you drag producer jay to area 51 no okay once again though i don't believe in aliens but i'm talking hypothetically if you saw an alien would you oh man you would be a believer so now you're going to area 51 i would have to have i would have to not have 
only seen an alien but had interaction to know 100% like this is a real thing that is on the earth that I want to know more about. And then I would go to Area 51. Yeah. You would watch all the alien movies. You would be so hooked. Um, I love Dan's perspective on aliens are not aliens that are going to like suck us up into He was like, it's like ship. friendly aliens. Like they... Okay, it's but... It's like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Let me say, I talked to someone earlier who said that aliens are where we get our technology. And they and and he believes they are here on this earth, walking among us, just like Dan believes. He also believes that he had an alien experience with his brother when they were young. Do you believe that? I don't know. <clears throat> I have a relationship with this person. It's not. It's not. Um, it's your husband. My husband, no. <laughs> but I, but like it's it's different when you know somebody and they're telling you this, and you're like, man, if you were a stranger, I wouldn't even listen to the rest but, of this conversation. But Dan was a stranger to me and I enjoyed his conversation. And I believe that he believes there's aliens. Like if he believes it, I believe he believes it. Yeah. I'm not doubting it. Yeah. I believe I'm, he had that experience. Okay, so where are they? You know, okay, here we're it's about to get real. He says he says a world leader is going to uncover like uncover aliens. Like Everyone has like a lid on this alien business that's happening. He's his words are they're here and they're real. I want to know where are they? Are we talking ET like it's a it's a in the flesh person human esque? He doesn't like ET alien. I know I I, I know, <laughs> but <laughs> that's not that's what alien. I'm saying. It's like a real. Are we talking like? extraterrestrial things or organisms or micro whatevers. Is this a real thing that I can... I, I think the alien that looks like a human is scarier than the alien that looks like a micro... Microanism or how... What do you say? Micro... I'm saying like... Microanism? Could it be like a bacteria no. or like a something that they're saying like, oh, that's from outer space, so it's an alien. But it's really just like a little microscope nothing. Oh, that, Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But I'm or, wondering, are aliens here in human life form? There's like, not an alien walking around that looks like us, right? They could. What if they could... How? How? It, nothing, why would they choose to look like me, first off? Well, nothing people could live in outer space. No, but maybe they can come down here and transform into the human look. You got to stop watching TV. I'm just saying, what if you were, what if I was an alien right now? What if I was like, you know, learning everything about you to then go up to my alien world of Krypton? Yeah. And I'm Superman. Yeah. Dan's a good dude, though. I, I will say Dan's a really good dude. We actually have a funny story. So we're going to start trying to add some funny news stories here. And I have one. Okay. I have one. I'm ready that, that for it. Is it read. an alien story? That's it's an alien story. Truly. Well, it's really just, it's not really necessarily a story as much as, wait, Florida people, Okay. crazy things happen in Florida. Florida has really big bugs. I could see that being an alien thing. They reported a UFO. Uh, there's so much in the sky. Why would you think... A UFO. There's so much stuff in the sky. 
so much. They report UFO on April 19th, 2023. But turns out, freaked out Floridians were in a frenzy over a UFO sighting. But it turns out it was really just Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. That's a terrible joke. That's a dad joke or something. No, it's a legit story. What was it? Was it the the lights from the stadium or something? And people Uh, were just the lights look like large beams surrounding her. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. (sighs) But it shows that. Come on, America! The Pentagon is now investigating video of UFOs flying over Florida. Wait, because of the Taylor Swift thing? No, it's 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 unrelated. Well. This is April 24th. I mean, they must have had like a UFO week, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I go back to it. If there were aliens here, someone, and it wouldn't just be world leaders, someone would have seen them. There would be photo. There's more photo evidence of Bigfoot than there are aliens on Earth. (laughs) I'm having a hard time. Loch Ness Monster, Nessie. We should get a Bigfoot expert on here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What's the... What's there to be an expert about? I saw this giant thing in the There's woods. There's nothing here. That's what I'm saying. But you, do you hear what I'm saying? Like, do you? I, I agree with you. I'm just. But I'm, I will say Florida is currently investigating 650 UFO reports right now. What would you say if someone told you? Because someone told me this. What would you say if someone told you the internet came from aliens? Technology that we have now on earth came from extraterrestrial somethings i would say that's crazy i mean is mark zuckerberg an alien i don't know but he's jacked i just saw did you see that he's almost as good looking as i am with my shirt off (laughs) well he's not he's not good looking at all first of all but he is jacked but i really thought elon musk was going to tear him apart but then I saw him today with no shirt on, and I was like, well, maybe not. Maybe not. Elon Musk might be going down hard. But 650 reports is a lot. How would you like to be the dude having to investigate that? Yeah. What do, you, do you call 911? If you think you see an alien thing I would not in call 911. Who are you reporting this to? How many alien reports come from trailer parks? <laughs> Fred. I'm just asking. I don't know, but that's a great question. It does seem to be how many? Okay, but but like Dan does not look like the guy you see on Channel Five News going. Well, I saw that light, that big light up there, and it was scaring the poop out of me. I don't ever see rich people on the TV news talking about aliens. Talking about anything never happens. It's always people with like. No bra, no teeth, in their front yard. That's what brings validity to Dan, though. Because he's legit. He's a successful, legit guy talking about aliens. He's not that dude from the trailer park missing his two front teeth. I'm with you. Yeah, so I like Dan. I'd like to have Dan back on. We should have Dan come back on and just talk UFOs with you and I for a special episode. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I would never want to waste Dan's time. And I'm not saying it would be a waste of time. I wouldn't want him to get frustrated with me because I typically, I need more information. I don't know. What if we hung up and you looked at me and you said, Brad, I'm a believer. 
I'm not. What if he could change your mind? Uh, I had. That'd be interesting. Two Mormons come to my door Sunday. That's awesome. Yeah. They wanted to change my mind. And he said he'd mow my grass for free if I wanted him to. In a suit. Did you ask him? It was hot on Sunday. It was so hot. He's like, you need your grass mowed? I'll do it for you. And I'm like, Just so that you would be Mormon? No. Was it like an exchange of goods? No, he just wanted to mow my grass for me. And share about. grass that bad? No, my grass is nice. (laughs) I wouldn't let him touch my grass. (sighs) But. This week. We traveled. He walked away and I told my wife, I said, power move. I should make him mow my grass, watch him do it, and then say, yeah, I don't believe in Mormonism. That's terrible. That made me really a mean. Jerk. Yeah, it that's is. really mean. I would never make him. He was a super nice kid. You should have invited him in for cake and tea. No. Why not? Well, I was walking my nice dog, and my wife saw me walk by as they were talking, and she thought Ew. I was just going to ignore him and just keep walking like I didn't live she there. She flagged you down. Uh, and then she tried to escape, and I'm like, oh, no, I've already fed, the, I've, I've gave Marley water. You stay out here with us. She gave me the look, like, what are you like doing? Like you're grounded. Yeah. Yeah. But. Okay. Anyway. I don't know. Great conversation with Dan. Dan's cool, man. Like, he he really, he's a well-rounded, well-versed in the world dude. He was super nice. Love chatting with him. Yeah. Learned a lot, and he gave us a lot of good nuggets to apply to our life in the future. If you talk to him again, I will I will be on with you to ask the UFO questions. I I want I want to I want to be convinced. I want more information so I could decide if I want to be convinced. I will talk to Dan about coming on in the future and we can discuss UFOs with Dan. Perfect. Hey, if you have a question, you can always email us. Work advice for me. Follow us. What do they need to do with our DMs, Beth? B. Um, slide into them. Slide into those DMs. Yeah. And ask us your question. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. For B, my name's Brad. This is work advice for me. We'll see you next time. <laughs>